You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Nothing means nothing, man. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking all the way to the top. I'm justifiably in a position I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh yeah, Auburn football, yeah, it's got more to offer than the bunker thinks they got. And let me tell you something right now. Cards stacked against Auburn football and the Deep South's oldest rivalry. Let me say it, yeah, let me say it out loud. Let me point to the bunker. The Son of Crow's not happy with your complaining. Yeah, Auburn is the cream in the SEC. And there's no doubt about it, yeah, you chief, you know Auburn's the cream of the crop. Wait a minute, though, Crow. I've got to ask you very seriously. Do you blame this bunker, the home for the most dedicated Auburn fans, for the struggles of the Auburn football team so far? Yeah, I do, yeah. Constant negativity, yeah. And Auburn's moment of glory, yeah. And now we're living in a nightmare. And Auburn is the cream, and now not only the SEC East favorite must fall, but the Alabama Crimson Tide, because Bama, yeah, Auburn is the cream, yeah, the cream of the crop. And there is no one that does it better than the Auburn Tigers. On balance, off balance, doesn't matter. They're better than you. Yeah, and I'm talking everybody in the NCAA. And I'm even talking to the bunker. Yeah, the Tigers are on their way. And nothing's gonna stop them. Nothing's gonna stop them. Hit the theme, Jack. Run like a wild I man. watched you struggle, and I watched you wrestle with them angels. Here he is. From Auburn University, Bo Jackson. The correct Jordan Harris Stadium time is 8.36 p.m. Central Standard Time. Your digital audio devices tuned to the Orange and True podcast harbored by collegeofmagnolia.com. Greetings and salutations, Orange and Truthers. I'm Son of Crow, at Son of Crow 2 on Venmo. You can find me at Son of Crow on Venmo. At Son of Crow 2 on Twitter. Sorry, my notes app. <laughs> Not loading too fast. That was mostly from memory. To one side of me, the rumor monger, Ryan Starrett, at Ryan S. Starrett. The S is for super good. Super good. And uh, to hell with Georgia. To the other side of me, giving you full Fort Payne ASMR, a man of taste, a man very into tropical fish. A man who used to have to work Black Fridays. AU Chief. Once there was an explosion. Wow. I like that. What a cliffhanger. What is that about? Did you see it burn? Who <laughs> saw it burn? Is that um, the book of Chief's novel? Jeez. Once there was an explosion. Once there was a dream called. What's the name of that? How's that? Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's, uh, it's the opening line from Death Stranding. Oh, gotcha. I've been playing this week. It's the the philosopher of our time, Hideo Kojima. It's the, the pro-life What's game? Is that what you called it? Uh, maybe a little bit, yeah. There's a, a sentient baby that's a fetus 
Oh, it's pre-born. Oh, yeah, it's pre-born. Wow. It's in like a... Oh, I was about to say, I think most, most babies are sentient. I would make you Jason, classify most it. babies are sentient. Well, I would too. <laughs> but it, it can, it taught, and like it communicates with wow. you. Wow. So, I mean, it is sci-fi. Telepathic fetus. Speaking of sci-fi, Auburn looked positively out of this world against Georgia Southern at times. See that? That was a professional Man. segue. 83-74 final score. Yeah, I found, I didn't get to watch a single minute of this game in live action, but instead listened to the entire thing on uh, the radio, and uh, it was delightful to hear all Andy and Sonny. Yeah, how, how do you do? Picture. How do you do in his first basketball game? I think he did really well. Wait, did he not call the last? Basketball well, he called game? the scrimmage. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think he did really well. I think Sonny is an American treasure, and should be allowed to call everything. I'd like Sonny Smith to call everything. Um, yeah. What I like about Sonny Smith is that he will tell you some like legitimate basketball information besides just, you know, we got to not foul. We got to play defense without fouling them. But like he'll explain to you why a team did something or what a team is probably going to want to do. And if they don't do what he says they should do, he's not afraid to go. Well, they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> they really shouldn't have done that. But I think we would all agree that Samir Dowdy was the player of the game against Georgia Southern until the last. Three minutes. Yeah. Then it was Anthony McLemore. Yeah. Yeah. When it got well, to no, me, no, no, hang on. You're thinking about Davidson. Wrong Sorry. Game. Yeah, I'm thinking Davidson. <laughs> yeah, I missed a game. I watched Georgia Southern game. I didn't watch Davidson. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. You know, uh, Samir hung uh, 20 points in this game with five rebounds, four steals, three assists. I mean, I don't play fantasy basketball, but I think that would be a pretty good game. PER of 18 points something or other. Yeah. He had a really good game. In a single game, that's Sorry, in a season, that's not great. Yeah. But for single games, it's different. Mm. Somewhat. Okay. Yeah, it, he had a really good game. Game Jail had a really good game. Uh, yes, against no. Game Jail had two really good games, I thought. Yeah. I mean, even, what's his name, uh, Javon, even Javon McCormick didn't look incredible against Georgia Southern. Mm-hmm. He turned the ball over maybe too much, but did the things he needed to do in a lot of cases. I really yeah. liked his game. Yeah. Just because he wasn't scoring doesn't mean he wasn't playing well. Samir yeah. looked every bit of the senior guard uh, from a Final Four team. I mean, that's that's what he looked like. Mm-hmm. And he was playing two years start too. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. He was kind of playing all over the place. Yeah, um, he to me, Samir seems like the leader on this team. Yeah. Um, that that he he's the direct replacement for Jared Harper's leadership on this team. Right, it looks like to me. Yeah, I really like the. Um, Brian has some of the advanced stats. Yeah, we're going to talk about our show notes. Do you want to go ahead and dive into them? Uh, Yeah. Okay, so one of my favorite is effective field goal percentage, EFG. Mm -hmm. So what EFG is, basically, it is a field goal percentage that takes into account that taking three-pointers is better than taking twos because they're worth 1.5% of a two. Not percent, 1.5 times a two-pointer. So it's two-point field goal. It just standardizes it, so you get more credit for it. A two-point field goal made plus... 1.5 1.5 times three-point field goals made divided by field goals attempted. Gives your EFG. Good crow doing some math. So your EFG, <laughs> well, spoiler alert, uh, Isaac Okoro's EFG against Davidson was 100%, which is uh, he really good. Guys. <laughs> but against against uh, Georgia Southern, the team had a 56, which is pretty okay. It's not like going to set the world on fire. We've got to shoot the ball better than we've yeah, been yeah, shooting. We have not well, particularly the threes. We talked a lot last year about, oh, oh, you know, take as many threes as you can because as long as you're shooting twice as good 
If, yes. if you're not shooting twice as good from two than you are from three, then you should be taking threes. Sure. Well, Auburn's kind of been shooting about twice as good from two. Mm-hmm. So it, at this point, it's kind of understandable that you may not take as many threes. Yeah, from a math standpoint, like, again, you have to make – you've got to make six two-point shots to do better than making uh, – what is it? Six two point shots get you twelve points. You have to make four three point shots. So you gotta make, you know, twenty percent more shots. We've, we've right. only got two guys that should be taking a lot of threes, and that's uh, that's Samir and Dangel. Yeah. Um, the rest of the team really shouldn't be taking a ton. And the thing with Samir is he's almost as good driving to the basket right. as he is no, with threes. Samir so. is so good driving that, and you could tell that in the especially in the Davidson game. He, Bruce was like, get to the basket. Yeah, which is going to be more available. And this is one of those weird things about Austin Wiley. The basket, you would think, would not be as available with Austin Wiley. But there were times against Davidson and against Georgia Southern where Wiley being on the floor made the basket more right. available. Right. Because him clearing out space to the block meant we've got to cover Wiley because if Samir drives, he can throw an alley-oop. So everyone's paying attention to the alley-oop play, right. allowing Samir to get to the Get to the paint. Little do they know, Austin, his hands may only be 50%. Well, I don't know, man. He's still, he's not turning the ball over a lot. Like, he's he's still playing. He's at a decent clip. Yeah. Wasn't, I think he had four turnovers in the Southern game. And does it count as a turnover if it almost like it kind of grazes your fingertips? Yeah. Like who gets the turnover? He's he's been playing a lot of he's been playing a lot of volleyball so far. Yeah, uh, throwing balls up, getting his own rebound, and you know, tapping it a couple times yeah, until yeah. it goes in. Well, he's playing. His statistics are incredible. He has yeah. zero post moves too. Well, and no so does. in the two games, in two games, he's I think he's nine and nine points and rebounds. Yeah. So, I mean, he's having, that's he's fine. He's yeah. fine. And, uh, and only like, 20 minutes a game, too. That's I would imagine his PR is pretty good when he's in the game. Uh, he opens things up for and His defensive rating is bonkers. And he, yeah. And he is he is definitely a presence inside. Um, he's not playing a ton of minutes, either. I don't know if that's just intentional, trying to keep him fresh. Well, I think Crow said that Sonny was insist, insistent that he was he hurt. Was against Davidson, Sonny multiple times. Yeah, I mean, he did he not hurt. play much in the second half. No, well, I'm not sure if that was by design. Or <laughs> well, Anthony also took. Anthony was playing really well. He, I mean, literally not hurt, injured was the word that Sonny kept saying. And, and they injured. didn't have uh, Davidson didn't have a bunch of big dudes down down low that necessitated Austin. Right. They defense. they had one guy, uh, Luca. What was his last name, Crow? Oh, I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. The the Austrian well. maybe uh, Austrian, maybe not Austrian. Yes. Uh, he got three fouls with like ten minutes into the game. Yeah. So he didn't get to play much, meaning you didn't really get to play Wiley that much. Jamal Johnson has had a decent, quietly okay season. Has he? Uh, Which is strange because I have not been impressed. In 20 minutes, he is averaging 21% on defensive rebound percentage, making him second on the team. Which is weird because he's his primary role is a three-point shooter. Do you know who's first in defense rebound percentage? So he's 21, and he's second percent. I'm, I'm assuming Austin Wiley. Yeah, at 42%. <laughs> oh, wow. At double yeah. the number yeah. two guy so, in so defense Wiley, rebound well, percentage. We, are, we seem to be rebounding. Uh, well, it's only We have two game samples. Chief, 42% is darn near 50%. Yeah. yeah. It's so almost close. So every that means other is, shot. Yeah, that he's means, yeah Wiley is getting half of the possible rebounds. Defensive, defensive rebounds. Yeah. He's on the court. He's only getting nine percent of the offense. He's not a he's not an exceptional offensive. We've done uh, most of those have been rebounds on his own shot too. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in the Davidson game, we've done a 
fairly decent job of offensive rebounding. Um, we killed them on the offensive, uh, like on offensive boards. So we it was interesting because that's actually another one of these four factor stats. Um, you want me to just run through these before we get into them? Yeah, man. Okay, Chief, I'll get right back to that. Okay. So the four uh, and these box scores we're putting out for this year, the advanced box scores. Uh, shout out to Sam Snelling from Rocky Nation. They are super awesome. Um, but the four key stats he's got are effective field goal percent, which we already talked about. Free throws attempted per field goal attempted. So how many free throws you're taking per shot you take, pretty much. Uh, turnover rate, just simple, easy. And then offensive rebounding percent. So, Chief, that's where you were kind of at. Um, you know, what percentage of the offensive rebounds are you getting on, on your end of the court? Because mm-hmm. getting an offensive rebound is – Basically, like getting a turnover. Yeah, I mean, you you should ex- the defense should expect to get the rebound. Right. Um, I I think uh, what I was reading is that offensive rebounds you you should be getting between thirty and thirty seven percent of them, mm-hmm. um, and the defense should be getting the other seventy to right seventy uh, percent. And both teams in this George Southern game got less than that, but the difference is Auburn got about twenty eight percent and Georgia Southern got twelve percent. Wow. Yeah. So, Offensive rebounds are the Auburn defense was not letting George Southern yeah, get extra possessions right, right. off of that. Uh, there's a weird trend happening in basketball where offensive rebounds are basically becoming like unicorns. Is that because teams are shooting more threes? Teams are shooting guys threes. just get back up the court and transition points. It, so, it's like uh, it's about uh, within the last ten years, people just stopped trying uh-huh. to get uh, the rebound on free throws. They're harder to get. They stopped. They just get yeah. like it. Dri- it drives a Free throws buddy, for sure. My buddy Jeremy up a wall when when we don't put guys on the block to get free throw to try to get the rebound. And I don't I have no idea if this is true. I've just seen it as a trend. There has to be data that says you just don't get those rebounds, so you just might as well not even right. try, especially if you're trying to set up on Yeah, I, I think it's something like the defense get or the offense gets seventeen percent of them or something like that. Funny enough. We scored on one. Right. <laughs> I guess we did. If you've got a guy like Austin Wiley, who's not the fastest guy on earth, he's right. not slow. He actually looked pretty he's quick. He's run yeah. way better this year than he has. Right. But if you've got him good. and your option is, all right, Austin, I want you to just gobble up all the missed baskets and put them back in for tip-ins, or shot goes up, Austin, we need you to hurry up and help, out, help us out getting back because we need you to block shots on the defensive end. And that's kind of the, the gamble you have to make. And a lot of teams are saying, look, we shoot good enough. Don't worry about trying to grab every, every offense rebound. Or maybe they'll, they'll send one or two guys. You might have one guy that's really good at rebounding. And like, you go, okay, great. Like Javon McCormick, for instance. And, and then Auburn's guards have rebounded really yeah, well. So yeah, they really have. And you, go, you get a guy like, like let's look at Samir Jamal Johnson, not a bad offensive rebounder. And, and so if you've got a guy like him, Maybe he stays back, but your other four guys are hightailing to their end of the court. Samir seems to find himself in good positions for offensive rebound right. fairly often as well. Um, it's uh, it, Austin does have a ton of turnovers, especially per 100 possessions. It's, like, really bad. Yeah. It's, um, it's those, it's, yeah. He inherited horses' old hands. I think that can get fixed too. Like hands are... It's late. It's pretty late in the game for that. <laughs> well, he had better hands than... He wasn't averaging... 30 turnovers for every 100 possessions last season. Jeez. So that's... Yeah, Auburn has not gotten off to the most incredible um, start in the country. They're ranked 
113th in points per game. They're ranked 197th in points allowed a game. Mm-hmm. They are second in getting their shot blocked. No, sorry, 31st in getting their shot blocked. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Where are we in Kimpom currently? I think we're sitting at 26, maybe right around mid 20s. They have the but hey, listen, not many teams are going to beat Davidson by 10. No, I'm I'm perfectly happy with that result. Auburn is 29th in the country though. 22nd in the country, though, in free throws attempted. And that's their highest-ranking statistic. And part of that's a lot of teams are playing cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Right. But also... We've played two, one, maybe two tournament teams. I think we played two tournament teams, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, Davidson's going to be the favorite of their conference. Georgia Southern is a contender in the Sun Belt. I don't know if they're necessarily the favorite. Well, I guess so is USA. Right, I, that's the thing. USA, I think, is the favorite. And we'll so. be playing them Tuesday. But yeah. I don't think we're ready to get to that. Are we still talking about Davidson? Oh, Let's yeah. talk Davidson. We talked about a little bit, teased it before. Isaac Okoro. Guys, enjoy Isaac Okoro. Yeah, and this is the game where I realized, oh, we're only going to see him for one year. Yeah. The question was always, is he going to be able to score? You knew, you knew he was a good enough defender yeah. that he could go to the NBA next year. Yeah. But if he was only a you – know, five, eight-point-a-game guy, he's probably coming coming back. Mm-hmm. If you put up 17, he's probably going to go. Right. So if we see more of these games, it's great for all of them. Well, I, I just – I think – I'm not even sure if scouts really need to see more of those games. You, you see – It gets better he, competition. Would, yeah, but you see what he's capable of, and you're like, oh, yeah, we can draft this guy. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing is if you're Okoro, do you – are you okay with a lower first, early second round grade, or do you think, oh man, I can come back next year and be a top ten guy? I mean, it's a risk. It's I mean, possible. You never know. I mean, he, he could. He, I don't know. Uh, he, he, what, what does the twenty twenty one draft look like? I don't know. That's too <laughs> too far out of my desk. Is, is there going to be a? Could he be a lottery pick in the twenty twenty one draft? But every year you don't go. Yeah, you, you have to be that much. Better. You've got to be that much better. Right. So, like, your best chance is always to go youngest because yeah. there's less tape on you but, and you're younger. So, yeah, guys, less you know, it, could, it ha- could it depend on how well Auburn does this year? Certainly. Um, yeah, I mean, if Auburn were to, like, go to the lead eight or something crazy yeah, like yeah. that, um, maybe he takes off. Or because, obviously, I, I think he would have to think that he could look even better next year with his high school point guard and his yeah. other high school mate, uh, Stretch, yeah. starting alongside him. How crazy um, is that? You might, a top 20 program might have three players from the same high school in the sure. starting five. I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure it's happened, but, but they, that high school must have been. They <laughs> it's a public school, too. Like, it's not like it was some tiny private school. Again, it, Hoover is a public school, too. Right. Yeah. It doesn't mean it can't happen. <laughs> but let me put it this way. McEachern is not the Hoover of Atlanta. Okay. I mean, it's it's out in Cobb County. It's it's a fine school. All right, all right. but um, yeah, it, it, it's I mean, too early in the year. To potentially, really, right? It, it is. Two or two games in. I mean, but just seeing what he's capable of is he certainly has. He's he's the best freshman I've ever seen play for Auburn, ever. Yeah, I mean, the only closest thing was what's the dude's name that transferred to Florida State? Tony Douglas. Tony Douglas. The closest thing I think of is a freshman that you're kind of like, oh, that dude's a pro. Yeah. And you kind of knew it immediately. Even and, Chuma, I mean, Mar- Marvin Killingsworth was good, but these guys, yeah, even Chuma, like th- this kid, yeah. 
The closest uh, nobody's going to score on him, which is incredible for mm-hmm. a, an eighteen-year-old. The and closest we've seen since Bruce got here would be Mustafa. He, he looked that good as a freshman, and he—I don't know if he progressed yeah, that much. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not saying he was as good as Okoro. Auburn held I'm saying yeah, that's probably the best. Right. Auburn held three dudes on Davidson's team. Two of them are probably going to be in the NBA next year. Right. Or at least playing professional basketball. Yeah, the, the six-five point guard. Yeah. Auburn held three <laughs> dudes to 13 points. Yeah. That's incredible. And most of that was we made them Isaac look Okoro. we made them look unremarkable in my opinion. Yeah. Team. We just made mm-hmm. them look not that yeah, great. They, they actually talked about it on the broadcast and they did a good job discussing it of we made them play our game. You know, Davidson they all, yeah. Davidson wants to be the more athletic team and when they're playing a team That's like Auburn, right. they can't do that. Yeah. Uh the the only reason we just didn't blow their doors off is that Frampton kid got hot. That was it. And we couldn't hit a free throw to save our lives. Yes. That, let's pin that because that could be a problem. Crew, what's what's the team free throw percentage right now? Oh, it's actually 24th in the country. What? No, no, it's not. Made. Sorry, made. Okay. I I believe Yeah, we've gotten to the line a ton and we're, I I figure our percentage is 43% maybe. Oh, it's more than 50 Okay, <laughs> I was thinking if you're, we were, if you're less than fifty fifty, that's. A, I was thinking we were under fifty, man. Because uh, I don't know about that. Because I can Four, only think of a couple of dudes uh, that hit both free throws. Season. Auburn is and Jamal Johnson missed two of three. One hundred ninety eight. Yeah, so not good at sixty six percent. Right. Get that on up to around so, seventy five, and I'll be happier. Yeah, that sixty six percent not good. Not good at all. As a matter of fact, they're free. And they're from 15 feet away from the basket, right? 15? Yeah, 15 feet. Yeah, I, I think, you know, f- can we make free throws? Can we... Um, One of the things is we sent a lot of freshmen to the line. I, I've noticed that. Like, right. a lot of the freshmen are getting the line. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, and we're giving them a lot of minutes. I mean, I... I think it's one of those things where if you had to go play Kentucky right now, these right. guys probably aren't playing as much. That's probably true. Um but when we're playing Kentucky in two months, you're going to want them to have gotten this experience. It's when guys like Samir miss their free throws. It's fresh. That hurts. Uh, and uh, we don't and, have Jared Harper getting a line all the time. Mm-hmm. not going to yeah. And even Dangel missed one in this game. And I was like, come on, man. You know, Dangel hit something like his first, like, 24. Yeah, he's four, really good. He, 27. He holds the Auburn record yes. for most consecutive yes. free throws. And that was as made. a freshman. That was to begin the season. Yes, like, yes. He, hit, yeah. he hit his first 20. As a freshman. Yeah. That's – I guys – Say what you will about Daniel Purifoy. He can flat out play. I love that guy because yeah. he can <laughs> he can hit free throws. Um, we got South Alabama on Tuesday. Yeah. This team's going to be much more athletic than the team we played at Davidson. But it could be a bit of a home environment for all yeah, of them yeah. because yeah. there's a bus going down. Oh, yeah, and I know a bunch of uh, people that live down around that way that are going to the game. Too. But they're 2-0. Oh. So they're, they're Sunbelt favorites. No, they they're they're not a bad team. Josh, I just This team's made the tournament uh, in the last five years, at least, I think, I want to say. They had a guy who put a 30-burger on Southern Miss. Ooh. He's averaging 21.5 points a game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not a great team, but they're, uh, let's see, 124 in Kempom. I mean, yeah. that's a team you can lose to if you're not playing well. Yeah. Oh, what, on the road? Well, Davidson was like 100, right? Yeah, and Georgia, Georgia Southern was right 126 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Auburn could easily lose this game. Yeah, oh, right. this they, will they be a shouldn't. test. This will be a test. But, this is what Bruce wants, this yeah. test. Right. Auburn really, to be 100% honest, shouldn't lose any games. 
in the non-con. Not, yeah, from here on out. Anyway. Like it, yeah, I mean, Davidson probably should was going to be the toughest game. How's NC State um, looking this year? No I think they them. lost a lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Chief, um, we play them on uh, Star Wars. Yeah, I know, I know. And I looked at it to try to see. But if it's I a could home go. game. Yes, it is. So we don't lose a lot of home. Yeah, we should. Non-con games. Um, yeah, this this I, I my ritual is when I leave a game or if I'm at home, I'll turn on, tune in, and listen to the post game. And Bruce talked about South Alabama, and he. Uh, Talked about how they're going to be a much more athletic team than this Davidson team we played, um, which is tough to think so, about because Davidson was an athletic squad. Yeah, I think he just meant long. Yeah, and, I think it'd be a little faster. Davidson faster. was uh, they want six five across the board, with a six ten center. Yeah, they want to slow that thing down. Yeah, um, and uh, I think this uh, South Alabama team is going to play with a lot more tempo, and it, it'll be more like the Georgia Southern game than, than the Davidson game. Basically, what he was getting at. Do you think we're gonna win? Yeah, why not? I do too. Um, yeah, I think we'll win. If, we're, if I'm so. getting 23 wins out of this team, we've got to get this win. <laughs> I gotta get 25. I know. So, hey uh, guys, I got a question for you. Uh-huh. This uh, Will wrote us some notes for the, the team yeah, that yeah. we're yeah. gonna be playing this sure. week. Sure. Um, we're playing CSUN. Yeah, week, who, who's Cal this State guy named Mark Godfrey? Am I supposed to know that name? Yeah, Mark Godfrey, coach at the University of Crimson Tide. Yep. <laughs> yep. He coached Capstone, Ryan. He also coached NC State. Was yeah. he coaching there last year when we played him there? I can't remember if he was still there. I don't okay. think so. Mark got So uh, was, there, was there a history of typing him on this? At, uh, Alabama, or how'd that go? Um, we did like every other Alabama coach. He gets a lot of talent in there and can't win with them. So <laughs> <laughs> they did I mean, get a number two seed one time. And with, they lost. What they do with it? They lost in the second round of the NCAA tournament. Point guard was Mo Williams, who is an assistant coach at Cal State University Northridge. Mo Williams, the best teammate uh, LeBron had until he went to Miami. It's true. <laughs> he played with Shaq for a year, uh, like a really old, like, yeah, yeah, he did like the corpse of Shaq. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, I forgot about that. He wait, he was there for a while. Yeah, he was Godfrey in Alabama was there. from '98 to 2009. Yeah, and then he was at NC State until 2017. He made the yeah. tournament a lot with him. They were um, a decent team. Let's see. They brought in a lot of talent. He resigned in 09 after Ronald Steele left the team. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah. After um, Ronald Steele left the team, he met with that, that, was, that, was, the, that was the whole thing. Resigned. Yeah. Um, he got he had Gerald Wallace and Mo Williams on the same team. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Gerald Wallace is also an NBA player. A, a, like a, like ten year career of NBA. Gerald Wallace was a good player. He's a good player. Um, he was a 18-year-old. He could have been a one-and-done. There was a lot of people suspected his mother ma- made him go to Alabama for a year. She made mm-hmm. she wanted him to go to college, so he went. Um, and uh, he was very good as well. They were a number one overall team. That team. People in 2003. Bama? Mm-hmm. Yeah. point, yeah. Yeah, that, it was Gerald Wallace, Mo Williams. They went to the, they went to the Elite Eight. Yeah, they were good. He, this dude had good teams. Because he had a lot of talent, but he just couldn't win anything with them. They never made a Final Four. I can tell you that. Interesting. No, they lost in the Elite Eight to, to UConn, and I believe that would be Kimba Walker, who just. 2003? No, Kimba was like 2008. Yeah, they lost to the eventual national champion UConn. So, maybe that so, was Kimba's, Kimba's not so this may uh, this may sound familiar to you. They had a, a coach who put good teams on the floor, entertaining basketball on, on the field, uh, but he. he 
had good teams. They didn't uh, didn't necessarily win a lot of uh, championships, we'll say, uh, but they wanted to run them out of town on a rail, and they did. They did. Yep. They were they were just grump. They were mad about him all the time, even though he was getting to the tournament every year. He's the most successful team in the history of school. And they hired a guy. Uh, well, this this was, they fired a guy, and of course, when they fired him, well, he resigned as Crow just talked about mid season. Mid season, they were telling everybody they were getting Tom Izzo yeah. to be their next. Coach. I remember that in two thousand ten. Because you know, because him and Saban were buddies from their days at uh, Sparty together. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert, Tom Izzo has been to the, National, been to the Final Four since then. Uh, with Spoiler, Michigan State. Spoiler, yeah. Yeah. A couple times, right? Yeah. <laughs> they did not hire Tom Izzo. Uh, they hired another good basketball coach who got a lot of talent in there, but just couldn't quite win anything. And uh, then he's gone, and then they hired a short guy that lost uh, in the NBA Finals. Uh, to the Miami Heat after going up 2 nothing in the mm-hmm. NBA Finals in 2006. Yeah. And then he got a bunch of talent at Alabama, and then he underperformed. Oh my gosh! It's like a, it's like a whole pattern here. Anyway, so now they're on to it's uh, karmic justice for their football. It is team. You know, I used to have this theory that we could not be good, like we had to be utterly horrible at basketball or at football for us to be good at basketball. I had this running theory, and it worked out uh, to a degree until recently. What do you mean until recently? Well, we weren't horrible last year in football. We were seven and five during the season. I mean, right. And then the year before that, we were had the most successful year in the history of Auburn sports, perhaps. Yeah, and we weren't that good at basketball. We were like five hundred. We were in a tournament team. No, 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 no. Hang on. What are you talking about? It depends. Okay, hang on. It depends on how you're saying which basketball team goes with which football team. But okay. The 2017 basketball football team that beat Alabama, right? Yeah. The following spring. Right. Okay. I was talking about the calendar year. Uh, no, no. <laughs> the school year went to went to the NCAA tournament with Mustafa Harry and lost to Clemson. Yeah. <laughs> we lost to Clemson, all right. In the NCAA tournament. <laughs> That's one way to put it. After shooting, I don't know, zero percent on three pointers in that game. Yeah, we should probably take a break now. Yeah. All right. Last thought, James Jones chimed in on the slack about CSUN. It's a failed Bama coach, a cheating-ass UGA coach, <laughs> and a former Alabama guard that got traded for the pick that became Kyrie Irving. Oh, so yeah. that's how you know. That's, that's how you didn't know them. Yeah, they traded uh, Mo Williams, ended up with a pick. Well, that, that, that was the second time around, though, right? Because didn't Mo Williams no, leave uh, and then come back? Yes. That's, that's what I thought. But I think he came back. Maybe you're right. I know he came back. I thought he came back after Kyrie was already there. Hey, Maybe Chief, uh, how did Alabama basketball do in the first game? Do you know? Oh, I think they lost, Ryan. Dude, it, was, it couldn't have been to an Ivy League school, was it, though? I, I mean, didn't think it was. It was ooh, to uh, 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 President Donald Trump's uh, Ivy League school. Okay. Oh, God. Fun Man, fact. Uh, Bama and Trump are having a rough go at <laughs> Yeah, it's a rough week for, uh, for, for those guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Also, Ira Bowman's uh, album watch. You know Ira Bowman played in the league for like five years? I did not know. Yeah. yeah he, play, he played at Penn. The he guy that we... all-conference uh, player. And... Hey, uh, what else did he do at Penn? Did you get a little trouble there? No. Okay. People just wanted to go okay. to Penn man, real bad. <laughs> it looks like Alabama's going to beat uh, Florida Atlantic tonight, though. So they're going to get off the schneid and get their well, first Well, hang on. Oh, uh, Oates is not going to beat him because I think he got ejected, didn't he? Oh, I don't know. Did he? I think so. Man. 
fiery. And they're not going to get their their star transfer. What uh, what major basketball player wants to live in Tuscaloosa, Alabama? That's what I want to know. I can get a lot of them though. Get a lot of high, a lot of. Well, they're the the University of Alabama. So you would think that at some point, like the state's basketball town, would stay home and go to the the biggest university or the the named university in the state. But uh, they don't. No, they don't. They go to Kentucky for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they get out of here. Yeah. I mean, DeMarcus Cousins. I mean, but they got some... Probably the best recruit in the history of the state. Yes. Kentucky Wildcat. Huge Alabama football fan. Kentucky Wildcat. Yeah, there's a... How do you miss that one? That's the one if you're... Who was the guy who preceded Avery Johnson? Because it, was, it wasn't Avery. It was oh, God. the guy before Avery. Yeah, he's a decent coach. He coached at VCU before. That, that you're like, wait a minute. This dude grew up in Mobile. Huge Tide fan. Oh, it's it's like the Jamarcus Russell story all over. And you again. don't let him, you don't get him. Jamarcus Russell, huge Tide fan. Two ways, more way, one way, more than one way. Gosh, a terrible yeah. joke. And then he then he goes to LSU, and he's yes, he is huge. Yeah, I well, I don't know his current. I would I would hazard a guess that Jamarcus Russell is currently above his playing weight. <laughs> Anthony Grant. Anthony Grant. That's right. That's right. Why why can we remember that? Because you're not fast enough on Wikipedia. Well, it's just. <laughs> Too much time. What were you about? You were like ten when Anthony Grant started there. Fourteen. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I can't Fun fact: uh, my brother who was at Mississippi State the year that I want to say they might have beat Kentucky and Boogie. Oh, they uh, probably did. State has a long time history of being good at basketball. Yeah, but uh, not yeah, no, not he, great, but good. But the story there was that Boogie's phone number kind of got leaked around. To, uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, a lot of people called him. <laughs> a lot of people. He was the first time I said Cleveland. He got traded the Clippers. The Clippers traded him a pick that ended up being Kyrie Irving. They really messed that up. Oh, they really messed that up. Yeah. And then Mo Williams ended up back there. They traded, yeah, and then for like when he got back, he got traded again to the Hawks this time for uh, Cal Corver. Played in the tournament, I told the guys beforehand, uh, that Mo Williams was in, in high school, and he was real good then, too. Real good. Do you guys want to talk about the bye week? Uh, Go Tigers. Yeah, Auburn didn't lose, and the other Tigers won. So that seems yeah. like a pretty decent weekend. Yeah. Um, Alabama that, lost. That was a wild game. I wasn't watching it. I was playing video games. But uh, I was doing housework, built two shelves. No, Crow, nice. tell us how you feel about Baylor. Being 9-0 yeah. and or just, just, just as an institution. Anything. Yeah, anything you want to say. I mean, I grew up a Baylor fan, so it's always good. Here's the wild thing. Baylor is... A win this weekend from, man, there's a decent chance that this year, I've never this Matt years. Rule guy could end up in his third year there surpassing the entire Art Bryles era in terms of, like, Art Bryles never made a playoff. They didn't exist when he right. was coaching there. <laughs> he made one BCS game, I believe. He won the Big 12 once. But this rule guy in year three is about to go from a dumpster fire. That program was horrible when he got mm-hmm. there because all the transfers to I mean, they're 9-0. If they win this week against Oklahoma, they'll be 10-0, ranked probably in the top five. They could always just fall right on their face and lose the rest of their game. They're going to have to play Oklahoma. They could, but they've tried to do it the last month. <laughs> I know, man. It just hasn't happened. They are the team that, that defies analytics. There's um, no reason that they should be 9-0. They have, should have lost two times to teams that are 
To West Way Virginia and TCU. So, and Tech. They had to go to Overton and beat Tech. So, um, Texas Tech. Not to cut off the Baylor talk. Am I wrong in thinking the most interesting win of the weekend was Minnesota, who is also, what, 9 and Long Gophers. Yeah, I, I am uh, 100% here for Oh, I hope they win that conference. Minnesota hope they either win winning the conference or losing in the conference championship to Ohio State and having only one loss. I just I just want to beat Ohio State. What I'd like there to be is multiple one loss, either conference champions yeah. or teams that played in conference championships. So we were talking about this earlier today. There there is an Armageddon scenario where there's like nine or ten one loss teams. Sure. That all lost in the conference championship game or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Where you know, Clemson, except for Alabama, who Clemson, Clemson's not going to lose. We're we're past that. But you could have Oklahoma and Baylor both with one loss. You say that you could have LSU Clemson and could still lose to to Will Muschamp. Well, <laughs> gosh, what a great thing that would be. He would uh, be just the, the greatest. Like, <laughs> Will Muschamp of a coach. winning that game. You could have a Georgia team and a Clemson team that had playoff. They couldn't fire him. No, you couldn't fire him. <laughs> they probably can't anyways because the money. But yeah. Uh, yeah, you could have Georgia and LSU both be Jimmy Sexton, man. What a genius. <laughs> what a genius. Ohio State and Minnesota could both have a loss. Oregon and Utah, or one of them would have one loss. I mean, who, who do you put in in this scenario? Auburn. <laughs> well, you, you, you would put in the conference champs if you were smart. If everybody has one loss and yeah, half of them were conference champs, it'd be one loss oh, LSU. Oh, God, that would mean Georgia. No. No, Georgia would have oh, two no, losses because they they've lost to Clemson. Oh, no, they lost to us. Oh, but if we're if Auburn wins out, but, yeah. <laughs> but no, that would, uh, yeah, that, it would, Georgia would have only sure, one loss. Sure, you put Georgia in, they'd lose in the first round of playoffs. But you put Georgia, or you put LSU in. Yeah, it would be funnier if they lost the championship game, right? But much funnier. <laughs> You'd put the conference champs. It'd be Oregon, Minnesota, Georgia, and Baylor or Oklahoma. Yeah, I think that's what you have to do. But what if all the one-loss teams are Baylor, Minnesota? Uh, Utah, maybe. Oh, Ohio okay. State would not have and, one and there, But those are all the one-loss conference champions oh, against yeah. one-loss LSU, not conference champion, one-loss Guys, Ohio State, not conference There is champion. a great <laughs> chance that LSU is not losing a game the rest of the season. LSU yeah. not losing a game. Guys, I We're, said it on this podcast oh. three weeks ago. They are going to win the national championship. We were their toughest game. We are going to end up having been their, their toughest game of the year. Until they play Ohio State? No, we're better on defense. Than they scored more points in the first there. quarter against Alabama than, than yeah. they scored against us. Yeah, they're I, they're gonna just jump on Georgia. They might. They, they, they might there was a fifty. There was a funny um, phenomenon. It's, it's fun to think it's, about it. It's a funny phenomenon this week in the fan polls uh, mm-hmm. poll. Uh, if you're not familiar, we have. All of our fans go in and rank the top 25, and there's always a couple other questions that go with it. And they've been tracking each week. It's just a yes or no question. Are you confident in the direction of the program for, for Auburn? And it's been just up and down, up and down. After yeah. the LSU loss, it was down at about 25%. Uh, 50%. After the Ole Miss win, 25%. After the bye week when Auburn did nothing, but LSU beat the shit out of Alabama. It's back up to 60%. Everybody's feeling good after seeing Alabama get that butt whooping this yeah. weekend. Is what it is. Um, that, it's, it should be about 70%. Look, I'm not scared of Alabama anymore, to be honest with you. Yeah. 
I mean, that offense is really good. The only issue I have with Alabama is the same issue I have with, I have with LSU. Our defense might hold them to 23. I think – Can our offense score 23 points in a game? On is that defense? Probably. In Jordan Hare. On that's, that, that's on that difference. on that defense, probably. In Jordan Hare, as long as uh, you know it's warm, I guess. I, I'm starting to feel pretty. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to feel pretty good about these last three games here. Just to be honest with you, it could be it. This could. Be I mean, Georgia's da- Georgia's down to like some Joe Random going to be playing center against us this week. I guess. I really hope that it is just some random dude. <laughs> just I hope a that student, a big no, student. I really, no, I just hope it's like their third string left tackle, the le- a long snapper. Yeah. <laughs> It's their uh, third baseman. I think the best, yeah, <laughs> the best chance Auburn has is getting on a team early. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think we got to jump on. I think the morale in the stadium is not in the at the point where it can last for a comeback. Like I don't think Auburn can come back from fifteen down against Georgia, but I don't think the crowd will, will let them do it. I think the crowd will see exits. If Auburn gets down by fourteen points, people will leave the stadium. I think so. <laughs> Yeah. Which is horrible, but it, it yeah. will happen. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be pretty cold, isn't it? As yeah, we know that Auburn fans have been really, <laughs> really tough on them. Here's a PSA: really tough on them. Dress appropriately. Yeah, hey, you know what? Wear pants. Everyone it's going to start at two thirty, so it might be. I don't know what the forecast is. It we'll, we'll say fifty. You know what the forecast is November. The forecast, but you, is know, be but you know what happens at around four every day now? The sun, the goes, sun down, goes down, and it gets real cold. So be yeah. prepared. We've talked a lot about Gus the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, as much as you, it's really a dumb idea to make one game a referendum. This is the situation where one game is a referendum, right? Um. Well, I mean, there, there's always going to be fans on both sides that are always going to support them and always not going to support them. Right. You know? um, but this game in particular means a lot about where. It, if we lose, it just morale just goes down down the tube right. completely. There's um, a lot of fence. I don't even know if it has writers. that much to do. With Gus necessarily, it's just like, oh, just here we go again. We lost to him right. again. So it, but with a certain job up in Fable opening right, up this right, week, right. you know they're going to be calling Gus. Does, does he? As someone who believes that this might be a smart move, maybe. Uh, I think it's kind of a pipe dream. That smart move for Auburn or for Gus? Gus, clear and. Uh, Possibly, yeah. And there are positives and negatives. He stays here, he gets fired, he gets a lot of money, and then he can still go coach somewhere right. else. Um, he may he can take a year or two off. He stays here, even if he stays here. We're all assuming we're just going to be terrible next year, right? Basically. We're, we should. We're not terrible. That. We're going to win seven or eight games, right? Um, does Gus believe we're going to win seven or eight games next year? I don't think he does. I think he's thinking. I think got, he thinks we've got, I've got a, another year with Bo Nix. I got another yeah. Bo got my Nicks. running backs coming yeah. back. I got more running backs coming in too, and I've got receivers that'll be a year older right. and actually have a spring with Bo Nix. Yeah, but, and but, not starting a freshman linebacker. Right. And Gus is probably thinking, you know what? Even next year, that Auburn team's got a better chance of ever winning a national championship than Arkansas will ever have, ever as long as he's there. Yeah, Arkansas's not Arkansas not win that championship ever. They're not, they cannot do it. It cannot be done at that school. Could I think it could? There are yeah, if they go back to a Big Eight situation. <laughs> I mean, I really don't. Unless they expand the playoffs to twelve teams, I don't see well the eight scenario. No, no, Arkansas. There were until Nick Saban got to Alabama, there were three teams in the West. 
It was Arkansas, LSU, and Auburn. Yeah, but now Nick Saban is at Alabama. But he's not going to be there that much longer. He can't be. He's 68 years old. Yeah, but he might be there for five more years. The cracks are Is Arkansas going to be there? Is Gus going to be given five years? They're already talking about firing him. (laughs) Save it? (laughs) Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about Arkansas already talking about firing Gus. No. Because they would the minute he showed up on campus. People think that Arkansas is like, oh, their fan base is rational. They'll give him 10 years. No, they'll give him a lot. They didn't give Chad Morse a year. They don't know Chad Morse. They don't know Yeah, but still. No, they, it, Gus would have time. I, I still think Chad Morris was a sleeper agent for Jimmy But Sexton. anyway, when Gus didn't leave <laughs> yeah. after yeah. 2017, I'll, so I'll, I'll put somebody there. All of this is to say, I think it's a pipe dream. I, I really honestly think this is something we've all concocted in our heads as an easy way out of this toxic situation that we're in. That we talked about it being a, a, a like a, did we talk about it being like a girlfriend, like a toxic Maybe. relationship with a girlfriend last week? It, it might be better for everyone involved. Right. That's kind of what we would say. And I think that this is something that, Many of us, me included, have concocted in our heads as being like, okay, this is a way that Gus doesn't get hurt, we don't get hurt. It's a, just parting the ways. is easier than a big mess. Sure. Um, Worst case scenario is that we currently have a top 15 producer yeah, yeah. Um, coming in. If Gus were to go to Arkansas, and let's say take yes. half of that class, now Auburn is that doesn't not an incoming much. offensive line. An offensive line that's not that great. I mean, honestly, I think that is. Uh, we haven't discussed on the pod, and I don't really think that we should currently. Who might take over if uh, if Gus were to leave? But I think that's a. Uh, it's gonna be Arthur Meyer, isn't it? Yeah, that's a big check in the Kevin Steele column. Uh, is it maybe we don't? We're, we're number eight right now. We wouldn't lose if we just promote him. We don't. We don't lose a bunch of dudes. We're eight. Um, that craters that can crater really fast, yeah. and you end up at Tennessee or Florida State quick. But all that's to say, uh, or Arkansas. Arkansas's biggest issue was that their coach left due to some weird <laughs> neck, neck brace circumstances. They get John L. Smith in there. Oh man, he does not keep up the recruiting class. Right. So then when Bielema gets there. He started. Bielema have a nine-win season or something stupid like that. And Bielema started with effectively a fairly bare cover. Yeah, covered. And then by the time he left, there was that roster was atrocious. Chad Morris inherits that roster. It gets worse. That roster currently is is, though. Could it? Could it? Could next year? Could they have enough talent? Could he have brought enough talent in next year that could be better? Arkansas think, is one of the twenty worst P five teams of all time. Uh, this year, this this season, it's it's Jeez. pretty bare. <laughs> Both of the quarterbacks in the rosters are seniors. Oh well, that, yeah. the JUCO is. I'm just saying, it's Gus not like loves a JUCO quarterback yeah. or transfer. Guys, um, Arkansas. Yeah, there, there couldn't be a guy coming from right. a system similar to Gus's oh, that can that can run the ball. Maybe. Oh my God, that Joey. Gate, are you telling me Joey Gatewood, I'm, Arkansas? I'm not saying it, but I'm I'm not, not saying. <laughs> but he couldn't play next year, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> you think that? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Arkansas has the 77th ranked recruiting class in America right now. Tell me who's ahead of them, girl. That's why he got fired. USC. I, I guarantee is. you. 76, which is weird. Okay, so yeah, they're in the neighborhood with USC. That's, that's good. Yeah. But they're also behind Virginia, Miami. They just won a national title. Miami of Ohio. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> that's uh, you know, home of Ben Roethlisberger. Guys, yeah. they're, they're not uh, That's why I got bereft fired. Of, it's not the losses. That got him fired. I guarantee you. Also the losses. 
the losses. He, he never won an SEC game. If, if things were looking up for next year, like if if this was just a terrible thing, he's only in year two. If he had a the top twenty recruiting class to his name, maybe he's Wait, still there. He never was. He's not getting fired mid-season. Chad Morris, case. in his professional head coaching career, going back to SMU, has never beaten a Power Five team. Period. Ever. He's never won a P five game. You telling me that was a bad hire to begin with? I'm telling you, they hired a guy. <laughs> hired some high school kid. <laughs> I mean, well, you never beat a P five team because we should probably move on to Georgia, right? Take a break first. Yeah, take a break. Thank you, Chief, for keeping us alive. Yeah. North Texas has a higher ranked recruited class currently than Arkansas. <laughs> there's just so much talent. Uh, there's, 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 okay, you've completely talked. Guys, if there's anyone listening to the sound of my voice now that thinks Gus Malzahn is going to take the Arkansas job, Dude, you are out of your mind. I'm telling you right now, that cupboard is... <laughs> you are out of your mind. He might go to Florida State. You know I, I can't a, see Gus living in Tallahassee. You but he might take it because that. Guys, you can't see what's going on uh, behind this microphone right now, but Jimmy Sexton actually just said it. <laughs> um, you know, he's just driving up the cost for Arkansas. <laughs> I mean, Army is 81st, so you're ahead of the troops, but just <laughs> barely. Man. Um, and I would rather be. We're sort of stable. Oh, oh, I just closed the window. Oh, well, Winder. That's fine. That is, too much, that. that is way too much recruiting for Kurt to talk yeah. about. Yeah. And I don't even know what that means at this point because, like, Baylor's is not that great. You would think they'd be. Right, I don't recruit their pants off. I'm someone who thinks that if you're in the top 25, you have good enough talent to compete with Auburn. Is eight, yeah, eight, yeah. And I know people are gonna say, Yeah, but they're like third in the SEC. No, they're probably like eighth in the SEC. But that's the thing, like, we can talk about this, and I brought it up on the Slack. This is the hardest power five job in America. Yeah, I think that's I think that is true. If you if you go into expectations, yeah, you make that a factor. Factor one, expectations. Factor two, rivalries in terms of what your what are your rivals doing right now. Factor three, schedule strength. Can I just load up on wins? And factor four, recruiting, like ge- geography. Yeah, Auburn's the hardest job in America. Name a job that has you're not the University of Blank in your state. Where does Vanderbilt fall in there? Well, Vanderbilt's expectations are super low. Yeah, so Vandy Vanderbilt really sucks, right? Yeah, so so, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. I mean, you're not going to win there. You're not going to recruit. Vandy in those four factors, expectations out of a ten are probably a one. They don't care. Yeah. They've given Have you ever seen their stadium during one of their games? Even when they're good in their they good years. Care. Yeah, they sell a lot of tickets to Georgia fans. Right. Yeah. There's a sellout this year, man. Yeah. yeah, Vandy has a tough job from recruiting, but they're, you know, again, the expectations being being a one really helps. Auburn, 10 out of 10. Auburn fans want to win championships. Yeah. Not conference championships, not division championships. Well, and, and barring that, they want to beat their rivals. Who happen to also be yeah. the two best teams in America yeah. over the last five years. Right. So, there you go. Rivals, and then you add LSU in. And, that, and that's not to say... I, and schedule strength. Happen to play the tough tell division. Me, tell me if I'm wrong. You're not saying those are the wrong expectations, are you? I'm saying... That Winning a championship every year. Yes. Well, sure. Auburn's expectation should be to play meaningful football in November. Right. That's the only the meaning. It's so, only but that's hard. It is hard. Over the past 
that may, 30 to 40 years. That's basically since the beginning of the die era. Mm. Auburn is looking at about a conference championship every five years. Right. Five, five to eight years. Um, our current head We're coach. sitting at about five years right now. It's five or six years. This is why people are starting to get antsy. Right. Our, our, current, head, our current head coach, however, has um, been to, to – He's won the West twice, which is at the same rate. As, well, no. Sorry. The rate think about this. It's, yeah. No, we had Tupper. Tupper was once. Yeah, Tupper, went, Tupper went to uh, the SEC championship game twice. That's right. 2001? Yes. That's right. And, and four. And four. And Gus has been twice. Right. Um, Terry never. Terry went once. Chiswick went once. Well, it didn't exist until the championship game didn't exist until Terry. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And Terry had a, you know... A, Right. A he postseason band to we would have keep gone. him out of that. <laughs> so, so Gus is doing he's, he's, he's right on pace. He's yeah. on par with an average Auburn court, yeah. Auburn coach. Yeah. Right. So, so, so it's about where you see the program else. go. The expectations are, are, are higher now. They're mm-hmm. higher because of 2010 and because of Alabama. Yeah. I um, refuse to believe Auburn fans are like, well, well, Alabama, Alabama's Alabama's always, and it's not just Alabama. It's That's not the just Alabama's always been that good, though. I know, but... They're they're so. The only time they weren't was when T- Tommy was here. The, and really, media we, has made college football twenty four hours a day, seven days a yeah. week. So you're always hearing about how good Alabama is, and they're not just good; they're like transcendentally good. Oh, it's, they're and Georgia got really good really quick with Kirby Smart. This is people the, will say. I mean, Nick Saban's the best college football coach there's ever been. So What's funny is the people who are gonna. Talk about this, or, or might point to LSU and say, "Look, Coach O, hey, look how good they are this year." We're never going to do that. These are the same people who discount Coach O I and bring a, up, "We're zero three against Coach O. He's a loser." I, I had a, a friend, really good football. Coach. I had a friend during the game uh, this past weekend during that that game complain. Look! Look at where! Look at what Coach O has them doing in year three. Uh, that's why Gus sucks. And I'm like, Gus took us to a national championship game coming off a loss, a losing season in year one, you crazy person. Like, what are you talking about? Gus haters refused to acknowledge November 2017. Yeah. It didn't exist. And they refused to acknowledge that not every team goes to national championship. It's a shame that, that 2017 ended up that team was way better than the eight and five that they ended up. Way better, right? Yeah, they were 10, 10 and four. Ten and four. Okay, they're probably the best four loss team in the history of college yes. football. Yes, <laughs> my God. Like I don't know what the S and B was for that year, but I would say it's funny that I call them eight and five because when you talk to people, they act like we went eight and five that year. Yeah. Um, the expectation should be to play meaningful football in yes. November. No, it shouldn't no, be to look. win the division every year. It should be that going into the Georgia and Alabama game, you have a shot and, of winning. And that means one loss, basically, going into November. One or two, even. Nah, because right now we're just totally dependent on everybody else. This isn't meaningful football. It's meaningful in that I always want to be Georgia and Alabama. Right. But it's not, we're not playing for anything unless some wild yeah, man, something. We happens. could be playing for a Sugar Bowl against Baylor. I would also say that. Oh, that's true. Your expectations are not to be the Music City Bowl, they should be to be in a New Year's Six. Yeah. Bowl. Right. I, I think the problem for me is no, none of these bowls have any meaning anymore. 
more since the play. They the, never the did. Po- they never did. The play. No, they they did. The the sugar Why? the sugar bowl did. The sugar bowl did. Why is that any different than it is this year? Because, because there's this other thing you can play for. Because what playoffs? <laughs> yeah, so, so you're talking about the BCS then? No, no. Playoffs are bad. Period. Why is that any? The, play, the playoff has ruined the what, rest of. Yes. What did the Sugar the Bowl do this year that it or not do this year that it would do? It's 10 not the years best ago. team. Not the SEC champion versus the, the SEC champion was hardly ever in the Sugar Bowl. What? And the what? SEC champion was playing for the national title for like ten years in a row, guys. Well, Ryan, once the BCS happened. Yes. Prior that's to what BCS, I'm talking about. But if you're was, saying the BCS was okay and playoff is not, that's your argument. But there, because <laughs> I will fight you on this one. No, guys. no, no. That, it, the what? playoff is the what the playoff does. The playoff, it takes two other good teams. What happened? The BCS only took two, the two best teams. Okay. This takes two other good teams and out takes them players. out of the equation, so that it waters down who else you're playing. So like, so whereas you play Oklahoma. Who didn't make a BCS? This is just an example. You, you could play Oklahoma in the Sugar Bowl that didn't make the BCS championship before. They could they, be the third best team in America. But they could the be Sugar the Bowl. third best team in America. Well, what about that time UConn went to the Orange Bowl? Well, that was terrible too. Okay. So Ryan, the Bowls didn't matter before. Ryan, the Bowls don't matter no, no. because nothing matters. The, However, the, the, bowl, the Bowls mattered less with the BCS. That's true. But they matter. So little now. They, they don't matter it's at all. No, it is no different. Here's the difference. Here's the difference, Ryan. Because you're playing UCF game. in the Peach Bowl that's supposed to be some big New Year's Six Bowl. UCF. Again, you could have been playing UConn in the Orange Bowl if you're an ACC team. Here's well, you're the, an ACC team. <laughs> here is the, the... My problem with the playoff is that at the end of the Alabama-LSU game, game of the century, yeah. game of the century, <laughs> it's supposed to end like this, this big... Referendum on yeah. college football. The next sentence out of everyone's mouth at the end of the game on television was, "All right, now who's in?" All the playoff does. No, this, this is what the playoff has done. It has made everything it is discounted. About, everything but the playoff. It I don't care about rankings at all anymore. I yeah, don't care about. Who cares? We we still have a friend of me, Laura Bogle, uh, who gets real angry about rankings. They don't matter. But they don't matter anymore. They used to matter. They used to be like, oh, why did they used to matter? Because they were part of the BCS's equation. There are only four rankings that matter. They don't matter anymore. They don't. They don't have to. Only one and two matter. That's that's the secret. Only one and two matter. No, 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 no. Because it mattered where you. Do you know why Auburn didn't play for the national championship in two thousand four? Because we were lower ranked in the AP poll in week two. Okay, that's why. Because we started out lower. So those games we started out way lower and had to move our way up, and those. Those guys earlier in the season were ranked higher. The playoff is bad. It is bad because it discounts it, everybody else's season but it's, two teams. It's good for the four teams that get in. It's good for no. figuring out who wins the national championship. Right. Which It's is, bad for everything else. It's good for trying to figure out something that is impossible to figure out in the first place. Yes. And there it's cannot bad, be a national champion in a sport where every team doesn't play. I could not else. care less about a ball game now. Could not care less. I just don't know why you cared so much about the 2005 Outback Bowl. I didn't care about the Alabama. I didn't really bowl. care about that. Okay. The bowls that mattered were Sugar the Sugar Bowl, bowl the Peach Bowl, Peach maybe, bowl, the Citrus Bowl sometimes. The Peach Bowl mattered less back then than it does now. What does it matter now? Well, now it matters more because it's a New Year's Six Bowl. Right. It's one of the six bowls. It was stupid. Bowl. It's a stupid, stupid thing. New Year's Six Bowls. Look, I'm, I am totally okay That's with you saying the, uh, the bowls back then didn't Rose, matter either. Cotton, the Rose still matters. Rose, cotton, No, orange. the bowls matter back then because if you... Before the BCS. Okay, that, that is argument I'm willing to But the, ball, the bowls mattered during the BCS more than they do now. 
They mattered more than they do now. <laughs> right. I, they were more entertaining than they like. You literally we because you played cared more UCF about in a Peach Bowl that was supposed to be a big deal, but it R- wasn't. Remember a big that time deal. Oklahoma played Boise State? I do, but that's a more exciting matchup than UCF. That was in the BCS. That was, in the BCS. That was a yeah. top six matchup. Yeah, Auburn UCF was a top ten matchup. So what? Uh, UCF. That's a pointless bowl. Pointless. Sure. But so then, so was the Oklahoma be the Boise State Fiesta you, Bowl? You've, uh, this what is I said my, my biggest problem with sports in general is when it comes down to trophy or failure. Yeah. If you didn't win a trophy, yeah. well, then it was a bad season. You shouldn't have it. No one should play any games. I think. I think my frustration. I think my frustration is with them just trying to church up all these bowls and and playoffs. All playoffs do is feed into that. Rings, rings, Get, rings, giving rings, out these rings, like doing huge. Like they celebrate after these bowl games. Like it, it feels like they're trying too hard now to make them matter more. Well, they did that starting back in 07. We had Cotton Bowl champion T-shirts, yeah. and I always thought that was stupid. Yeah, it's the dumbest thing that's ever happened. So we talked a little bit of wrestling earlier. Uh, I think in something Banner Society wrote a couple, maybe a week or so ago, is that football should go towards a wrestling approach. Fix it all? I mean, the well, fix are, it's sure. already in. If but uh, <laughs> it's, it's not yeah. just about who is you know, the heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. It's the lightweight Midwest champion of the South. Well, it's, we, it's a title belt. It's to, still cool. We just need to break up into right. smaller, smaller divisions of football. That's well, we sense. don't, as a country, don't care about anything but championships. Yeah. Don't care about it. If there's a sport we're not good at, we just don't. If we, we don't acknowledge look it. Look at the NBA. They'll talk about the two teams that are probably going to go to the finals the entire season. Yeah. As if everybody else is just collecting a paycheck, or... hanging out, having a season. Yeah. Now, this year, there's no one has any ideas going to go to the finals because it's the most exciting NBA season in history. I, I'll say this, Ryan. I think that during the BCS, these other bowl games still felt like they meant something because we were still close to a time when they did mean something. And because the BCS sure. had a final ranking that yeah, mattered after yeah, the bowls. Yeah, that's true. That theoretically, theoretically, even though they would never do it, the AP poll could still right. yeah, name there, a national there still, champion. There was still a that chance. Wasn't, There's still a yeah. chance of the this is why they never should have changed the BCS formula. They, they should have just had the BCS formula and made it 14. Because the the who's in it just drives content. That's all that matters. And Dude, so therefore... It, it, they were running... They have a show that's the freaking... It's the name of the show is whatever... It's the exact same name that they have when there is actually a, a selection, a selection show. show. They call it the selection show for two weeks prior to them actually doing... like it, And they just sit there and they talk about they who they think is going to be in it. And they have no idea what the actual... like Because there's just people They don't in know room. what makes up... <laughs> The four. And what's Who, funny is I think this, this committee has been fairly – no leaks out of this committee. This, this committee should be running the country. There's no this leaks. committee also has done a fairly decent job of sticking to whatever yeah. formula they have. But it also is the stupidest – like it has discounted and made people crazy. Yeah. It feeds the coaching nonsense, firing coaches after two right. years, three years, four years. Ryan doesn't seem to agree with me that it just – it feeds the – I just don't know why it's any different. Because you're you're still you're taking two more teams out. of I would the say it was situation. better before the BCS when it was literally just a bunch of guys. Yeah, because yeah. you go, yeah, well, screw them. We're the national champs. Yeah, <laughs> because that meant as much as anything else. True. And 
you didn't feel like your whole season was a complete waste of time because you yeah. weren't one of the four teams that got to go play in the playoffs. I mean, if you're Auburn, you did because you would always get screwed out of it. But Are you telling me that Bo Jackson thinks the 1983 season was a huge waste no. of time because he wasn't named that? No, of course well, he wasn't. they won the SEC. Your conference yeah. championship mattered. Your conference championship mattered. Now, and that's without a now, the championship game. The conference championship does not matter. You can just get into the playoff. Yeah. Yeah, that probably plays more into my uh, frustration yeah. as well. It happened in 2012, too. What did? Alabama didn't win, even win their division. They went to the national championship right. Right before the playoff. Right. We can get the BCS. Or you, you could be the number six team in the country and win your bowl game and win the national championship. But when so we, none of it... Like none of it's good. There's like, no good way to decide a national. Okay, champion. sure. I just that's not. What we're I just feel about like I'm. Teams. I feel like I'm sitting here with uh, a couple older guys that are just pining for the way things used to be when no. it also used to no. be bad. No, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't great. Like I, I, I acknowledge it's a way better way to pick or, a champion because you have more. I guess. Or you, you can enjoy college football for the stupid stupidity that it no. is. Watch a Tuesday night matching game because it's fun. I can't because that matters because it's can't it, anymore. Do you think the people on the field think it doesn't matter? I do think that the people on the field sometimes think it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, if you're 0-9 Akron, then probably. Yeah. No. <laughs> if you're Georgia in the Sugar Bowl against Texas last year, you think it doesn't if, matter. But you know what? It mattered to Texas. Yeah. But wouldn't Why? it be more fun if both teams gave a crap about the game? Well, yeah. then right, right? convince the coaching staff. I mean, here's the thing. It never meant anything, no matter if it's in the BCS, if it's before the BCS, because it's the winner of that game was never going to be number one at the end of the season. So why did that mean something to you? I mean, I felt like the Sugar Bowl in two thousand and four, Auburn still had yeah, a chance. Yeah, no, they of did. The they did. See, that's what did. you're not. That's what you're. you're <laughs> no, they, missing. Guys, yeah. guys, no, they did. They super did. Two years before that, right? Was it only two years? There were two champions. No, because it was, they voted. It was the year before. The year that. before, there were two in champions because that happened. You're telling me it couldn't happen? No, I'm telling you, it wasn't going to. Well, it didn't. It you didn't can say that with hindsight, right? Right? <laughs> You're right. It didn't happen. Had Auburn blown Virginia Tech out, yeah, and USC and OU been a close game, there would have been a split. Yeah, there would have been because there was precedent of happening the year before. So that plus Auburn played seven ranked teams that year. So so, so then if it did matter, then why didn't Auburn blow out Virginia Tech? Because they weren't able to do it. So then it didn't. Matter. They weren't good <laughs> enough. And, they were, right. they were good enough, enough, right? They just didn't do it. Why didn't Auburn? Well, no, blow you just said they, they are good enough, but they're not capable. Why that's... didn't Auburn blow out Ole Miss last week? Yeah. Why doesn't? Why don't we all call? Because Tommy Tommy was our coach, and he was incapable play. of blowing people out. But yeah. we had. Why doesn't okay. Gus call the touchdown to Booby Whitlow play every time? I don't know. You I don't know why he doesn't. That's two different years during the BCS where you had that situation where somebody else could win the national championship in one of these other bowl games. Or you end up with 2007 where no one should win the national championship. Well, there's that. They should have not awarded I, I, I'm not arguing that it, the BCS was a better way to pick a champion. I'm, I'm not saying, even arguing that there's a good way to pick a champion. <laughs> I don't think that there is. What I'm saying is that playoffs, the constant hype train of who's in, the... It's not about the 14 playoff. It's about... Media yes. in today's society, and that's a lot bigger issue than any, any done, sport is going to. And it's not just college football, all it's done across sport, right. across society, has made it to where if you're not winning championships, then you shouldn't play. You shouldn't play in the games. Your team had a bad year. So, well, go, gets, so go watch a Tuesday night. Do you think it gets game? better if they expand that playoff to be more like because it's not that way in college basketball? 
It is kind of. I mean, it's, you're right. I, it's not. It's not. If you make the tournament in college basketball, right. that's a sweet thing. Yeah. And then and if, if you, you win, yeah. the, you know, you're like Auburn the gave out gives out rings for yeah. the Final Four Everybody because does. getting to the Final Four is a championship. Right. You want a regional championship. But in football, going to the Final Four is, is all that matters. The Elite Eight doesn't matter. In the Elite Eight, in football, going to the Final Four, they don't give a ring because all that matters is championships. The last team. Yeah, it's the last team. No one goes, oh, this is my college football playoff ring. And you get made fun of relentlessly. You would if, get made fun if, of. If they gave those out to anyone. Yeah. If you expand it, though... You expanded it. If you go to 16. I don't think people would still give out rings. No one would still think it was an accomplishment to make the playoffs. It would still, because if you of made, the nature no, if you, of football. If you made the final four, though. Oh, the maybe. 16 team yeah, maybe. What, what are you guys trying to argue? I'm, I'm kind of lost at this point. I'm arguing that more games should matter. More teams should be able to say they had a good season. And it, do, it just and doesn't anymore. It doesn't. Like, so, so if Minnesota goes 10-2, and two, think they had a good year? Minnesota might think that. Yeah. If Auburn goes ten and two, most people yeah, won't. Like, that yeah. Sounds like an us problem then. It's not us. It's, it's not just everybody us. else is going to think that Auburn went ten and two. If but. LSU had gone ten and two this year, LSU fans would have probably thought the same thing. Yeah, they ran Les Miles out on a rail for going <laughs> yeah. ten and two too many times. <laughs> like every year. Yeah, I don't know about that. Mac Brown got fired. He went ten. He went ten wins ten years in a row. Run out of town. And they've never been the same. Run out of town. <laughs> ten wins ten years in a row. It will never happen again. Oh, Saban might do it next year. Yeah, that's true. It will never happen at Texas again. But because they didn't win championships, and I think the drive for championships is idiotic and, and unsustainable and shouldn't. Then enjoy things that aren't about championships. That's all I'm asking. Oh, I hate bowl games. Well, I am too. Why? <laughs> I'm wanting to do that. Right? Did, did you watch the App State Georgia Southern game? It was awesome. Right, I do enjoy things in our championships. That's why I watch one college football game a week, most likely. I watch as little if as possible ESPN and and CBS. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, I do that. I don't watch any of it. I consume as little. I just watch Auburn football. That's all. Yeah, like because that's all I care about. But even in those games, I will get inundated with who's in top four, blah blah blah. Who cares? Who cares? So it's the media and the, the playoff. And really, the media created the playoff. And we're having the Gus conversation because of this exact same thing. Oh, yeah. Gus is an, an extremely successful head football coach yeah. at Auburn in a vacuum. But we're not in a vacuum. We're in a playoff. We're in a playoff race. Playoff race. All the time. And we're not in the playoffs. And we're already out of it. So we got to fire him. Unless something completely wild happens. And okay. we're going to go 10-2, and two, and it's not going to matter. That's the thing. That's what we're getting at here. We're going to go 10-2 and two if we went out, and it's not going to matter. We're not going to go play for an SEC championship. We're going to go play Baylor probably. What is, why is that any different than playoff or no playoff? I would actually be fine with this, except that what I when I say it's not going to matter, I don't mean – because it's uh, it, the entire thing has become about the playoff. That's what. That's, it's not going to matter. You don't let it be about the playoff. It's either. not going to matter to. It's it's that way to everyone though. <laughs> like, that's the thing. It doesn't have to be that way to you. It's not going to matter because the same. I will be happy with a ten and two season. That don't like Gus will not like Gus at ten and two, and they won't then, like Gus. Sure, they won't like Gus at eleven and one, and they wouldn't like Gus at twelve. And oh, 11. there there's a this. 
20% segment that's never good. He'll win a championship, and they'll think, well, he's just going to go 8-5 and five the next year. I'll be fine. I'm okay with that. Can I make that trade? Yeah. Win, win, a, win a national championship and go 8-5 and five three years in a row? I'll make the trade. I'll do it right now. Anyway, are we going to beat Georgia? Yes, we're going <laughs> to be Georgia. But we talked about their center being out. Uh, One, two, three, yeah. Okay, Boomer. Yeah. Just okay, Boomer dies. <laughs>